0: What you What you I'm different you. What you Hello, everybody. Welcome to Verbal Assault Live Stream. We are a political podcast. We utilize real issues uh, that involve real people and we speak in real time. And we are coming to you remotely. I am Marky Devereux, your host. I'm coming to you from New York City, New York. And I have my co host, Mr. Samuel Kachera, coming from the coastline in Connecticut. Sam, how are you feeling today?
1: I feel great. The coastline in Connecticut looks good. Everybody's happy. Yes. But everybody yes. wants to get. Everybody's
0: happy except for the pasta that I was supposed to eat at your house Saturday night that I didn't show up for that you're eating today for lunch. But everybody's happy.
1: More for me, my bro. More for me
0: wow okay so that's what the right does um i'm an independent sam's an independent i lean left sam leans right and um sam says i've got the pasta i've got all the pasta you didn't show up so i'm eating the pasta and marquee leaning left says well gee do you think you could save me a little pasta but it doesn't just work it just doesn't work out that way we also want to go ahead and thank our um production manager director cole McManus, for putting this together today um as you all know Um, We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Vimeo, YouTube, and Snapchat. So if you want to be part of the conversation, if you want to comment on what you hear, that is the place to go. Look for Verbal Assault live stream. Um, Hopefully you have already subscribed, whether that's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. And just a reminder that we are listener supported. So you're able to contribute on Anchor, Patreon, or Twitch. And lastly, um, I have already introduced myself. I'm your host, Marquis Devereaux, Samuel Kachira, coming from that Connecticut coastline. But Sam, you know there may be a problem with that because um, here, you know, here in New York, they're talking about closing beaches and closing parks. Um, I'm just curious you' you you're not that far from the beach yourself. I don't know what's happening in Connecticut, but what makes this logical?
1: Well, it's obviously logical because we're experiencing uh we're living in real time a pandemic uh, a virus that can kill so well or or do damage to kill so yeah, of course it makes sense but uh, but listen if a person goes to an empty beach.
0: And they're getting into the ocean. The only other thing that's in the ocean are the the damn fish and the seagulls. Why do you have to worry if you're maintaining social distancing?
1: That's the big if. If you are maintaining social distancing. More people that go to the beach, less social distancing you have.
0: Well, not necessarily. You just make sure that the people are maintaining that distance and it shouldn't be a problem. You should be allowed to go to the beach.
1: And as you know, that you cannot maintain everything at all times, every time. So you would, so like, Sam, to, you would like to maintain social distancing.
0: Yes. So I'm getting the impression that you're a law and order type of guy. Is that correct?
1: Well, I'm not a, I'm not a disobedient kind of a guy. That's true.
0: Ah, okay, okay. That's a good. That's a good way of skirting around the question. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, for um, me, it's like the. I mean, if it concerns the body and my health, I'm all for it. As long as I know it's not going to do me any damage, whatever's making the best decisions for my body and my health, I'm I'm all for it. Absolutely.
0: Uh, well, let's just say that in New York State, uh, or maybe even New York City, there's a discussion to close beaches and close parks. We're entering into the middle of spring we're still we're we're at the precipice of the middle of spring okay so four weeks into spring the weather's getting warmer here in new york we're at about 60 degrees fahrenheit which i believe comes to about uh what will we say minus 32 um that's probably about 10 to 12 degrees celsius in other words the weather is getting a lot nicer Asking people to stay at home in the middle of the spring, I just don't do not think it's going to happen. People are going to get out, they're going to get air, they're going to get sunlight. Um, and you know what? Constitutionalists would say that we're infringing on people's rights. Sam, are you do you agree, disagree?
1: Absolutely. It is infringing on people's rights. But once again, what, what what do you how do you want to balance that against your health, your family's health, your friends' health, the health of your neighbors? How do you want to balance that?
0: Well, can I say something, bro? I mean, let, let, let let's face it. you remember when you were younger? I mean, I don't know. I know you grew up in New York State. You grew up in the in, in the Bronx, and I grew up in Massachusetts in Boston, but. Were you not always told that basically, if something, you know, if you had a wound, um, you 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 put you put like iodine on it, or you put hydrogen peroxide, or um, if you wanted to, you know, gargle, you had a sore throat, you gargle with salt water. If salt water can't fix it, if salt water can't cleanse it, then what can? So to me, going to the beach would be logical. You know.
1: So what do you want to do? You want to drink the water? Is that what you're saying? It's you not water? drink the water, but I'm saying I'm if if, if I'm saying if you're going swimming in the ocean, why is that a bad idea? Who said it's a bad idea? But but conversely, who 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 do you know is gonna go swimming in the springtime? The water's still cold.
0: Listen, listen, if you're going to keep me in my house six days a week, once I see some sunlight, once, even if, it, you know, a person in Italy was jogging on the beach. They were chased off of the beach. In Italy, they were chased by an officer along the length of the beach. I just thought this was absolutely preposterous. Um, that right. was in Europe. Yeah, was I believe But you support that?
1: Do I? Uh, nah, I think that I. Th- I believe that there are conditions where that's this 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 condition can be relaxed. I believe that there there are times when this condition can be relaxed. Um, if people like, I'm aware that Governor Cuomo says uh, he's instituted the policy with the masks for New York. You must wear a mask if you're going outside. That is. That is his absolute. He's made that into, I guess, a law or whatever. He's passed a a rule for this: you must wear a mask when you go outside.
0: That would be called a mandate. Yep. Go ahead.
1: Also, he said if there's nobody around and you're not wearing a mask, he's not going to give a shit. If you're, as long as you're practicing some sort of social distancing, but if. You're coming into a group of people, or if you're going to ride the trains or whatever you're going to do, put your damn mask on. I mean, it only makes sense. There, there has to be some some kind of a balance for for being reasonable. You know, he's not going to enforce it that bad, but that he's going to chase someone off the beach, something like that. That's why I said Italy has its own issues, right? But um, but there has to be some kind of a, a reasonable. It's something common sense kind of things that you can think of. Your health is at stake. Your health is at risk. The, the, the health of surrounding people are at risk if we do not practice social distancing, just in case, wear your fucking mask. How big of a deal is it?
0: Well, you know, it's funny because I live in a communal living situation. You know, I'm, I'm one of those modern uh, millennial types and, because of that, we um, we're being told we can't leave our home, and so we've been very, very blessed that we've had uh, companies like Trader Joe's donate food, and we've had um, food—the same food that they're eating—that uh, the, the army that is supplying the Javits Center down the street here in New York City with food. The same people that are supplying them with food have been supplying us with food. So they know that in certain communal living situations like a nursing home or uh, an, a nursing home or, or an SRO or uh, you know, a day camp or something like that, they're bringing people these meals, and these meals are being prepared obviously outside of the facilities, and they're being dropped off. Um, and I bring up the, the meal issue because when you're wearing a face mask in order to eat, you have to take the mask off. And where I happen to live, we have an area where, yes, you have to eat. You're expected to stay six feet apart. There are a couple of microwaves. You can heat up the food. Um, but of course... You don't know who has the virus. You're not sure who has the virus. So, one cannot eat with the mask on. One cannot jog and inhale and exhale appropriately with the mask on. So, if you're going to exercise, you may not wear your mask. Um, And quite frankly, it's challenging to have a conversation with the mask on. So, one person may have to remove the mask in order to speak, and another person may have to remove the mask in order to speak. Otherwise, you have to keep the conversation very short.
1: Well, so, disagree. Go ahead. I disagree. So first of all, you've given an example of your particular area or your space where, you know, you're sharing the mic words and all this stuff and sharing the space to eat and all of that. Okay, well, you've got to be smart about it. But in terms right. of you cannot communicate with a mask on, Look, man, doctors do it all the time. Dentists do it all the time. Uh, when I was over in Asia, they do it all the time. Yes, you can do it too. So I wouldn't use the mask and communicating with your friend or family or whoever as a as an obstruction. Forget that.
0: But you do agree with me that you cannot eat with the mask on, right?
1: Duh, of course. So, but, okay. but be, be be smart about it take your food to another location or eat at a different time when there's less people around you.
0: Okay. Um, And that's a smart idea, you know, and when I think about the Muslim women wearing the hijab and if the hijab is covering the mouth in order for them to eat, they would be in an isolated area or they would be in an area where there were just women and then they could expose the mouth um, because most of the face is covered in a hijab. But, In a situation like this, where we're expected to eat, to heat up our food, as you're saying, you one would need to take their food to a different area. Am I correct to understand that?
1: Well, I mean, what are your options? You know what I mean? Most people probably are not in the same situation that you're in or whoever is in that situation. So most people are probably not even, you know, having to consider this as an option. Many people are eating at their homes with their families. Many people are eating at their homes and they live alone. So if that be the case, they're not even thinking about what we're talking about right now.
0: Right? All right. It- so check this out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, so what is your thought on, I believe, I'm not sure if the country was Germany or China, and I'm pretty sure it was China China where people were seen riding the trains without a mask. They were being pulled off of the train, pulled off of the train. And instead of providing them with a mask, we're threatening them with arrest.
1: That wouldn't have been China, because before I left China, the the condition to get on a train was you had to have your mask on. Just to go th- past, because in China uh, they have security before the turnstile. So in order wow. to pass security, in order to pass security, you need to have your mask on anyway. So, probably so no hopping
0: just- the train in China, huh? I said no hopping the train in China.
1: You, know, you can, you still can, but uh, yeah, it's just a different situation over there. Okay. All right. Um, so, anyway, so you had to have your mask on in order to get past the security anyway.
0: Okay. I So there's a couple of strange things happening here, and I'm going to use a couple of examples. Now, first of all, one of the things that we're learning is that viruses can transmit, and Sam, you and I have talked about this, through the eyes and through tiny particles. You and I, um, because they're known as aerosols, they can actually penetrate the mass, and um, But the masks are effective at uh, capturing the droplets, um, which is the main transmission route of the virus. And um, studies have estimated um, that the protection level is is fivefold. So with that being said, um, in the examples that I gave you, the man that was being pulled off the train – I I believe, okay, so we said it was in China. I believe there was a situation in Germany, but also uh, in Philadelphia. um, Someone was pulled, forcibly removed from the train, um, and people have been taken off buses for not wearing masks. Um, Part of my question, you said what? I'm sorry?
1: Yep, I heard about that. Man in Philadelphia. Yep.
0: Okay. So my question is, rather than go through... The probability of exposure to having an officer have to interact with this person, why not just provide them with a mask? Who provide who?
1: The person who didn't have the mask for public transportation. Ah, so police officers should now uh, carry bags full of masks as well. We're
0: obviously in a time that we have to protect ourselves and everybody else. We have to look out for those that are less, that are more vulnerable, correct?
1: So Compassion. Again. So would you like the police officers to carry all of their armor, all of their guns, their bullets, and have a stockpile of masks with them as well? Would
0: you like well, them to- of be- course not, because masks are so heavy that if they were to carry about five or 10 masks with them, that would just, that would just, that would be the straw that broke the camel's back. You're absolutely right. So
1: in actual fact I agree with you. In actual fact. Oh. Oh the
0: the the, the good cop bad cop the, the good cop agrees with the bad cop. Go ahead.
1: Yep. I actually believe that this is a good situation. It's a good it's it's a good um signal that law enforcement is also it can protect you in other ways. So I do agree with you and they should be they should be seen in this light because everyone has such a bad bad outlook on them so if they were armed with i don't know a stock of 10 or 20 masks if they would keep 10 or 20 masks extra on their person whenever they go out and they do their their foot patrol and maybe have a little extra in the back of their car if they're in the car patrol um, right on I think that would be a beautiful sign for the people. I think the people... It's a weird
0: agreement there.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I like this. In fact, I like this point. I've often thought of it myself. You brought it to light, and I agree with you. I really agree with you, and I think that the police should do that. I think not as as long as the masks don't come from China. But as a way of saying, I'm here for you, not only to protect you from crime. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If I say that you're lacking you know, it'd be nice that I can provide. Okay. I can, I can help you no matter what. I think that's nice. Right. I think it's a good gesture.
0: Now, I had a situation where I needed to leave my protected environment, uh, protected on some levels, exposed in other levels, in order to ride on the subway. Now, most of the uh, transit workers that have been exposed to this virus have worked on either the subways or the buses. So it is imperative that when you get from point A to point B, you wash your hands. Um, I'm still witnessing people that are coughing, open coughing on trains. I'm witnessing people that are just are clearly not maintaining their personal hygiene. Um, whether they be mentally ill or uh, domiciled, distressed, or uh, health compromised, there is still an issue of and underserved population. Sam, what do you say we do with those people? How 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 is it different in China than it is here in the United States? In the United States, we have a huge problem. We're, uh, and I think this is becoming a global issue. The undomiciled, the mentally ill, uh, the those who are financially challenged, what do we do? Well,
1: it'd be nice if there was um... Some sort of a task force or someplace they could go to get that help, whether it be they need a mask or something but i guess I guess that question is quite broad and 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 mental illness has been a challenge for all of the the authorities for quite some time, so I expect that whatever we say is just going to be another suggestion that gets thrown into the pot but what's your opinion? Well, for 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 um, for mentally ill in particular, or for the person who cannot afford a mask, like all, all um, of the above. Well, again, I repeat, if there's a if there's a, a a place or places where you can go, I mean, let's say every newsstand in the city, but they're all closed. So this is you have another challenge. Like wherever they're going to go, there's only going to be a few of them, um, unless you want to provide it to the police officers and let the let those people go to the nearest police officer who's patrolling the area and say I need a mask. I need a mask for today. I don't have a mask for today.
0: Okay. So we do know that in New York um you know everybody's going to be kept to, to, everybody's going to be held to a standard where they're going to be expected to wear the mask in public um democratic governor cuomo here in new york state says that nobody will be taken to jail for violating the mask order um here in new york they've actually released certain inmates in order to slow the spread of the virus now the right will tell you Well, you're releasing criminals. Well, they haven't been – they've been accused of a crime, but they haven't been persecuted for a crime, and there is a difference there. Now, uh, the Daily News has mentioned that there were two or three people that were released. One person um, put – handed a note to a bank teller saying that he needed money. Now, I don't know if you consider that a robbery, but if you hand a note to a teller that says, I need money – um that could be a form of mental illness. I don't know, because I just don't think that's very, very bright. But another person left jail and they were arrested uh, that same night. So from a law enforcement issue, it would seem that locking people up for not having masks wouldn't be a very smart idea, especially when you're trying to, well, at least in New York State's case, trying to decrease the population in order to slow the spread. We know that the spread occurs in highly concentrated areas,
1: but so ask us you. How did the spread? Go ahead. How did the virus end up in the population, in the jail population? So this 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 one baffles my mind. It's not like you have um, Chinese people just coming in and out, and I'm saying Chinese, but it could be anybody. Going in and out of jail because you know they're they're doing business there or something. Even if they are, they're not going into general population. So how did the virus even end up getting in there? That baffles my mind. Right. So like,
0: are you th- are you thinking conspiracy?
1: Mm, no, I'm 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 just being curious. I'm being curious because they're talking about releasing so many inmates, and. Um, you know, and then they have to choose who they're going to release, right? For example, they just released Michael Cohen, who is like you know the the Trump Trump fixer. Who, yeah, Trump lawyer who who defected and went to the other side. Trump fixer, and, li- and, lied Trump's fixer. and lied his ass off even in the in the in the testimony hearing or the Congress congressional hearing that he had. Lied his ass. Oh, you talking about the whistleblower? Right. Okay. The, well, no, not the whistleblower. His his lawyer, he's his previous lawyer, and he and he turned code on him. But the man who who went in there for financial um, fraud or whatever is still locked up. So I don't I don't see the difference. Why didn't they let out the man who committed fraud? I mean, Michael Cohen committed fraud. He he um, I forgot what it's called when you lie. He committed perjury, right? He committed perjury and stuff. And he was also accused of doing things wrong as well. So, but they let oh, him out. On the but president's they behalf? They didn't let out the Republican.
0: And no, 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 well, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He did this on his boss's behalf.
1: Let's not ignore he, this now. Come on if now. If you say so. No, he did it on his own behalf. Oh. He did it on his own behalf. If he made a, if he made a judgment call that he thought was, was to the benefit of his boss, he made that judgment call on his own. I, you know, so, so you're saying that he got to take responsibility. A lawyer is not supposed to break the law. If he broke the law, he got to take responsibility.
0: Okay. That's interesting coming from you and in reference to Trump, if he broke mm-hmm. the law, he has to take responsibility. I, I love hearing that from you. Back to, back to, back to global martial law. Are we sacrificing our humanity and dignity? Um, There's a very popular webcaster on air. Uh, You can see him on Facebook, and he goes by the name Anomaly. Um, And one of the things he refers to is he says, um, you know, he asks, is this not a violation of our freedoms and our rights? I'm not quoting him verbatim, but I'm referring to the essence of what he, uh, he is a self-funded broadcaster, his videos get seen by thousands and he challenges the government and the status quo to ask very, very pertinent questions. And he has quite a following. Um, so is this not a violation of our, 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 our freedoms and our rights?
1: I'm not sure where martial law is within the constitution but it's obviously something that the that the president has the power to use so I don't know if if it's if it's within the constitutional powers then so be it and there must be reasons there must be reasons and conditions why you can claim martial law
0: Right, but we so, haven't. We haven't claimed martial law yet.
1: That's right, we haven't, and and as I understand, we're not even leaning towards that. Although a lot of people are saying that we are, but as I understand, we okay. are not. And if, in fact, it was clearly said we are not. Um, okay,
0: but if you're ch- chasing me off of a beach because I'm jogging on an empty beach. If you're telling me I can't go to the park to get a suntan, now I know I'm of African descent, but, you know, I could use a little bit of color every now and then. If you're telling me that I can't have a meeting uh, on a bench with someone who's six feet away from me, then what is that? Protection. But I'm allowed to have a fellatio without wearing a condom. And and in that case, I'm lacking protection.
1: That's up to you. (laughs) Bill Clinton did it
0: without a condom and he was lacking protection.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's not spreading a pandemic with his dick. Well, we don't know what he's spreading because
0: of the fact that, you know, there's a messy dress.
1: Mm. Without him, if he's spreading, he's fucking, I mean, he was in the White House, so he could have fucked the nation in a different way, right? Pun intended. Right? But it's not a pandemic,
0: So, I have this question for you, Sam. Do you ever wonder why Trump is not wearing a mask
1: when he's given a speech? I guess he um guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's tr- maybe he's uh trying to be presidential because everyone's calling him not presidential.
0: Well, newscasters are wearing masks. Healthcare workers are wearing masks, even officers and, and army personnel. But why wouldn't the president of the United States wear a mask, especially when he's been exposed to the president of Brazil who's come down with the virus, especially when he's been exposed to the U.K. prime minister who has the virus?
1: I believe he was exposed to the U.K. prime minister way before the virus. And, um, and as far as the Brazil president... I think he was exposed to him prior to as well, but I'm not sure.
0: Right. So the man who's been exposed is not wearing a mask. And what message does it send out to the citizens of the United States?
1: You know, I I have to agree with you on this point. I would like to see him wearing a mask when he has his when he has his talking points, when he has his conferences, when he has his his uh, media press conferences and all that. I, I would actually like to see him with a mask because he should be leading with it by example. Um, in saying that, I don't know why he's not. Although he does get tested and he comes up clean, I don't think that's an excuse. Well, we don't
0: know if that's true either. We're only getting the information that we're being given.
1: Well, for that, May- p- you can say that about everything. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true. I don't know that You can say that about everything because it's all information. Right. Okay. President in China always wears his mask. Except when he wanted to put out the propaganda that the virus is gone. Then he took off his mask. But when he took off his mask, he wasn't in the affected areas. He was in protected area. Area that he knows there was no virus. So that was again, that was his propaganda. I don't know why the team uh, President Trump and his um, team of scientists and doctors and everybody else doesn't wear their mask. They should, and they should be required to, um, everyone that shows up in the press conference should be required, even though there's social distancing, sitting six feet apart, whatever, they should all be required to wear the mask. I agree with you. I agree.
0: Okay. and And again, it was brought to our attention that masks don't screen everything but they only screen the bigger droplets, which are not a concern. And I know, Sam, you and I have talked about uh, some of the construction masks with the breathing apparatus that's on it. Um, and you personally, from what I can recall, you wore one of the regular medical masks on top of the mask that I gave you, the construction mask.
1: Yes. See, the, the medical mask is of the highest quality. The medical mask that doctors that surgeons and stuff use that's the that's the proper quality for this because that one is antiviral it prevents the virus from going through and it's going through on the droplets right so those droplets are getting caught in the mask so that's the mask that everyone should be wearing anything that is not is protecting from dust mostly you
0: understand
1: dust Yes,
0: I, I I think I do, I think I do. So we're talking about mass, but we also have the situation with the the name is not there. The sanitizer. We also have the situation with the gloves, and um, you know, wh- wh- where do we go from there? Um, everyone should have gloves. And everyone should have sanitizer, should they not?
1: No, I don't think so. I'm comfortable with soap and water. You don't think water. so? I'm comfortable with soap and water. If you want to uh, reach back to your home or to your office or wherever you're going, make sure you wash. That's it. Make sure you wash and wash good. And that is particularly make sure that you wash before you want to touch anything or or your own face. Your face is most important because that virus, what people are not thinking about is. That virus, that aerosol that's traveling through the air on those droplets can can affect you in your eyes and your nose as well. So you don't only need to breathe in through your mouth to receive it. You can receive it through your nose or through your eyes.
0: So it sounds like it, it it sounds like we're in a situation where forget the face masks, we should have face shields. And at one, po- you, you agree? Yes. Yes. At one point, four or five years ago, uh, there was a woman, and I don't know if uh, I don't know if she was Filipino or Vietnamese. It was an Asian woman who sort of created this fashion trend. She was the first lady of one of these countries, and she was constantly wearing a face shield. Do do you think there's a possibility that she knew something that we didn't know,
1: Um, or she could have just been, you know, one of those people that's worried about everything, like a germaphobe? But as you you must, I love that you say that. There are um, there are companies now that are producing these face shields, Um, but I think that the people who are wearing it are probably in the medical or in uh, logistics, like over at Amazon or something like that. So right. it's, being used. it's being used, and it's a very good idea because you don't know who you're coming in contact with. Mm-hmm.
0: So um, the face shields are being developed by a country here in the United States. Um, and from here. what I understand, they're be, you repeat that, please.
1: I was repeating you. I was laughing at you. By a country here in the United States.
0: Okay, I, I stand corrected. By by a company here in the United States, the face shields are being created. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe the company is Consolidated Edison, which those in the uh, tri-state area of uh, the United States know as Con Ed. And Con Ed are the suppliers of electricity and various types of power and energy. So uh, these 3D printers and the 3D printers have been known to produce firearms, they've been known to produce houses, they've been known to produce replicas. So these 3D printers are creating these face shields. And the face shields are going to be given to healthcare workers. Uh, But as we have acknowledged here on this program, is that there's the possibility of the droplets carrying through the air. So when we're saying the six degrees apart, we're acknowledging that there's a possibility that um, these that this virus can attach to surfaces. Uh, we're told it may attach to clothing. We're told that it can get in the hair. Um, but we're also talking about germaphobe. So a germaphobe would be somebody who has a fear of germs and who makes it a point to not shake hands to keep a certain distance to, uh, they're very, very careful about where they touch. You know, uh, Sam, Donald Trump is a germaphobe. Yes. He is known not to like shaking hands, but he does it.
1: He does it when he became president. Um, he do it. Yes.
0: I, well, actually he shook my hand before he became president. He shook my hand twice. Um, you know and and also, I'm being told that um Apple is encouraging others to make their own personal protective headwear. Um, they're publishing the instructions and related design files on its support pages for fabricating the items. I go back to the president though, and um this you know, for lack of a better word, this person creates the precedent what the country should be doing. And, you know, Sam, I just kind of feel like it's a sort of free for all. Uh, We're enforcing certain laws. We're not enforcing other laws. Now, you and I agreed that officers should probably carry around face masks to protect someone as sort of a courtesy. Yes, you and I both agreed on that.
1: If they Um, speak something about, it would be a nice gesture If they would provide it for them.
0: Yeah. Okay. So let's, all right. So let's take it to the other extreme example. What do you do when you're wearing a face mask and you're being asked to leave the premises?
1: Um, Who would do that and why? Uh, So let me get this
0: right. And I believe the state was... It was uh it was here in the United States it was at a Walmart um, I believe the state was either Virginia or Georgia and I'll need uh, I'll need to do my research to find that out two individuals who were African- American were asked to leave a Walmart by a white security guard they put it on a Facebook live and they were escorted off of the premises because they were in face masks
1: would that have been prior to uh, prior to face masks being mandated by government? Uh,
0: this is a recent story. How recent? Uh, uh, as recent as three days ago. I don't know. My phone is on the Blitz, so I, I can't look the information up myself. Right. Uh, okay. All uh, right. Oh, oh yes, that- yes, yes, yes. Yeah. My, my director, our director has sent me a message. This took place in Memphis, Tennessee.
1: Um and the reason that they were being asked to leave was solely because they didn't they were solely because they were wearing a face mask.
0: They were wearing face masks, they were being proactive, they wanted to protect themselves and others. The Facebook video went live, they went viral, they were surprised they were being escorted and they actually pulled the mask down at one point and said, "Hey, we're being forced to leave." Walmart, in Memphis because we're wearing face masks. So what's your thought on that as a person of color?
1: Well, I would find that to be racist. That's just racism. Uh, Unless there's two- But that sounds so left-leaning.
0: It's always, why why do those Democrats always pull the race card?
1: Well, I'm not sure, but you just said as a person of color and two color guys are are being escorted (laughs) off- Just wearing a mask.
0: We sound like we sound like this is the '60s, two colored guys. Yes,
1: sure. I mean, yeah, that just sounds racist. That's just it's just wrong, man. That's just wrong. In okay. this time, in this recent time, especially anybody that's wearing a face mask should not be asked to leave anything anywhere because they're wearing a face mask. It makes no sense. Everywhere right. you okay, going, okay, to wear their face mask.
0: I love it. So we're both we're both in agreement on that. Now, now let's go to the other end of the spectrum. Ah. Uh, uh you know and 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 also if this situation also happened in Illinois um uh, where they were kicked out for wearing the face mask and others worry it will happen to them but i i'm also going to add to the other end of this spectrum so you've got people who are trying to protect who are trying to be mindful to say i want to make sure that i'm safe and that others are safe But in Austin, Texas, you know, now here's the irony. Texas is known to be a red state. Austin, Texas is known to be a blue liberal city in a red state. And in Austin, they are protesting and they are saying we should not be forced to, um, we should not be forced to. Do the social distancing. We should not be forced to wear the face mask. We should not be forced to stay in our home. It's a violation of our freedoms. Now, that sounds very right wing. Um, Do the people in Austin know something that
1: we don't? Um, I don't know why that sounds very right wing to you. It it sounds like people who are. States rights. They're just ignorant. They just want to be they just want to be dramatizing and, and using using their constitutional rights for something stupid like I want my freedom to move, even though there is a pandemic going on. So I, so let me be free to walk around with no mask and talk to all of my friends and all of your friends. And if I get caught with this bug and I die, let me die then. Fuck it. It's my fault. It's my problem. That's cool. Except that your problem becomes someone else's problem who you've been associating with. Hence why the rule came out. Social distance. Self-quarantine. I forget the word, the term that they use for staying at home. Self, you know, uh, self-home or whatever. But Uh, the point is- Self-isolation. Yep. Yeah, self-isolation whatever. Like the, the point is, is that your decision can affect other people. This is why it has to be a blanket decision for everyone. You know what I mean? So it needs to come from the top. Well, it needs to come from somewhere, from an authority. Okay,
0: so Okay, so the authority, you know, in this case, I would think that this would hit a federal level and they would say, okay, let's
1: clamp down on this. Well, it did hit a federal level, but the federal gave it to the state level and let them handle each state individually. Why? Okay. Because each state is having individual um, results. Wow. Um, so
0: what's happening right now is that the demo. Demonstra- well, recently the demonstrators uh, branched signs with phrases like, this is tyranny, not quarantine, and, and open now, Um. In Texas, the main protest was outside the state house in Austin, um, and it was said to be supported by Alex Jones, and he's known to be the personality behind InfoWars, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. I am. Um, But um, it's a website that's uh, criticized for pushing conspiracy theories. Um, What's your thought on Alex Jones, Sam? Um,
1: Look, to each his own everybody has a has their own opinions. everyone is allowed to think in any way that they want to think. If you okay, if you, but you your thought on depth, Alex Jones is it, is it Alan Jones or Alex Jones?
0: Alex Jones from what okay. I understand. All
1: right well anyway, the guy from Infowars and um, I don't I don't know him I don't know of him in depth, but yes, they talk about him doing conspiracy theories and all of this. Again, you can have your own thoughts and whatever and you can push it on people whoever wants to listen to you. Fine, no problem. It's up to you. Free free will, free thinking, no problem. Yeah? If he wants to if he wants to lead a a, a group of people and everyone is going to start chanting things like let us work, let us work. Look, freedom to protest. Again, no problem. Do it do it uh within the guidelines or whatever boundaries there may be. But um
0: but if you protest like you, like the people did with Walmart they will be terminated because of not maintaining the social distancing rules which
1: when you're, in company, and of itself is when you're with a company they have policies and you've agreed to those policies when you when you took the job. So I don't care what company you're with if if that company says you cannot protest what are do you doing protesting? You agreed that you Because can't.
0: protesting is a constitutional right.
1: Yes, but not within the company. Go ahead and do it outside of the company.
0: Okay, so outside of the co- so, so within the company, we do not have the same rights as we do outside of the company as if United the, States told, citizens.
1: If the company told you before you got the job, do you, do, do you agree to these policies? If you signed yes, then it's your fault for breaking the contract, period. But
0: a company's policies can change without notice. Laws can change without I'm sure, notice.
1: I'm sure it will change with notice. If it changes, you th- you're it's notice.
0: Okay, I'm we're sure. making assumptions here, and I don't know if that's a good idea. Why because,
1: would a uh, not kill anyone? That would be so ridiculous. Because they can. Of course, they can, but it's unlikely that they will. Because how can you follow policy if you're not aware of it?
0: I agree. So you're saying it's unlikely, but it's not impossible.
1: Absolutely, it's unlikely. It's very. It's highly unlikely. I work for a massive company, Port Authority of New York and New Jersey. They cannot change the policy without telling me. If they did, and I'm not aware of the change in the policy, I have my union that would support me and say, we didn't know, so how can you enforce it? No, it doesn't say- Well, stay.
0: I'm glad you said the, What, what is, this, is this a right-leaning independent supporting
1: unions? I'm, who said I'm supporting the union? I'm told, I told you my experience. Right. So is it a good idea to have a union
0: in most of these cases?
1: To have a union? I don't know. Um, yes. The union protected my ass when I was there, so I have no issue with it.
0: I ask the question because so often right-leaning people are anti-union because the, they, they feel that unions stifle growth, market growth. And I would have to say on some – some level, I agree. It 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 creates stagnation in the uh in the capability of the company to grow. But unions do protect the workers' rights. So where do we find the balance in that?
1: Well, as a worker, I felt no stagnation. I felt that I had room to move, room to grow, and my salary was going up. Um, my medical benefits, my dental benefits, always good with me. I was fine in terms of the company's growth. I didn't see that there was a problem there either. Port Authority is quite massive.
0: Port Authority also has a monopoly on the bridges and tunnels of the New York, New Jersey region.
1: Hence their name, Port Authority. But it's not only uh-huh. Port Authority of New, York, New Jersey. It's Port Authority of Baltimore, Port Authority of many, many states.
0: Okay. So let me just throw this in another direction. Um, every citizen should have the right to vote without obstruction. Would you agree?
1: with that? Absolutely.
0: Okay. How does this current crisis, six feet of separation, how does this affect us in maintaining our right
1: to vote? So, What's your interpretation? Uh, that's, that's a new challenge. So we have the right to vote and we should vote. And no one wants to stop anyone from voting. The Question is, how do we vote safely? In terms of this uh, voting by mail ballot, that's just stupid. You you you're leaving a wide open door for corruption. Ah, so that's okay. not going to work. That is not going to work. So, hmm, um, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Uh, no. Maybe I would think maybe if you can vote by video. But but by video, yeah. But voting is supposed to be a private issue, so that takes care of that. Um,
0: right. But but here's an here's an interesting factoid for you, um, and and this is going to be a bit ironic for some of our listeners. Uh, Texas judges rule that all registered voters can vote by mail if they feel fear, fear catching the coronavirus. Now that information was brought by CNN (laughs) CNN saying something positive about Texas. I love it. Um, and, um, there's a new Kamala Harris bill and Kamala Harris is the Senator from California who was running on the democratic presidential ticket. Um, she has uh, put forth a bill that would expand voting by mail and early voting in order to um, be able to maintain the uh, voting participation during this coronavirus. uh,
1: Democrats want this. Democrats want voting by mail because you don't know who's voting number one. Right? It could be the illegal immigrant who is sending in his vote. Yeah? It could be anybody. It could be a 12-year-old kid sending in a vote. They, because Democrats are looking to overturn the Trump presidency so the Democrats are, are trying to get other people to vote with a good chance that it's going to be a democratic overrun that way yeah that's why they want this corrupted way to vote you
0: cannot but, vote but by voting way. by mail but voting by mail or absentee ballot has happened over the course of time if an armed service member, is serving outside of the continental United States and they have to vote via absentee ballot, that means that their vote still comes forth. Uh, You've you, you mentioned an illegal immigrant or a 12-year-old, but how does a 12-year-old vote unless they're registered? How does an illegal immigrant vote unless they're registered? So how is that a, a, a cause for worry?
1: Because there are many people that are not registered to vote, they just go and vote because you're not allowed to stop people from voting. but when you turn up to vote, you prove that you're an American citizen. However, when you had stupid De Blasio or Cuomo allowing um, illegal immigrants to get a driver's license, which is the requirement to vote, now you just allowed illegal immigrants to, p- to place a vote because they can well, prove no. Yeah. Now let's
0: be clear. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. The license to drive allows them to drive from A to B. It also allows them to open a a bank account. That driver's license is not there. That that is simply giving them a taxpayer ID number. It is not a form of identification that can be used for federal purposes. End of yes, story.
1: It. Yes, it is. They can use the driver's license to vote because that is what's necessary. If you have a driver's but, license, you can go vote. That is your proof to vote. But now they're but giving... But this is done... License. Go ahead. A driver's license can you only said- be given to a, a, a person with permission to be here in the country, whether you're a citizen or... a an immigrant who's migrated over here. The only way to get a driver's license is with proof that you are allowed to be here. But they are now giving out driver's license to people who don't have proof that they are allowed to be here. But they have a driver's license. That is the requirement to provide a driver's license. You can then vote. Period. Now, I
0: love it that you said earlier that no one wants to take anybody's right to vote away. Uh, Southern states like Florida... Like Tennessee, um, they've had issues where they've closed voting places in rural counties. Uh, They have said that people that don't re-register to vote are removed from the voter rolls. Uh, I myself here in New York State – If they send me something in the mail, I'm still registered under one address, but I no longer live at that address. But I'm being told that because I didn't re-register, that I'm no longer registered, and and then I sort of have to do an absentee ballot. Um, So in this regard, Sam, what – you know what do you what do you think we're gaining? What do you think we're losing with this whole change in the interaction, voting wise? What do you think we're gaining? What do you think we're losing?
1: The interaction is quite difficult because we're having a pandemic. We're experiencing a pandemic, which is providing limitations. So, people are having difficult times. They, again, you have to find the balance of <clears throat> what is constitutionally correct in order to allow someone to vote. Uh, If Democrats have their way, they're gonna change that by setting forth the bill. What are we gaining, what are we losing? We, it's a big question. Um, Absentee ballots are good because there shouldn't be so many of them, which means that they have to be verified before they can be entered. If you have everyone doing an absentee ballot, it's going to take a long time for the count to come in. Okay. Okay.
0: So, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting some facts here. We have less than five minutes left on the program. One of the things that you have stated was that, uh, absentee balloting should be allowed as long as it's constitutionally correct. You said that absentee balloting was good. Um, you know, the facts that I'm getting right now are that um, five states have, have adopted all-male uh, elections. Those would be Oregon, Washington, which I believe lean more left. Uh, Colorado leans left. Utah, I'm not sure about Utah, but I believe that's a right-leaning state. Um, and then there's Hawaii. And Hawaii is a Pacific island, which we consider a state here in the United States. It's not part of the continental U.S., but they do vote. In our elections. Um, and mail is accounted for in a um, for a majority of votes in four other states um, in West Arizona. That would be 78 percent. Montana, 73 percent. Now, mind you, Arizona, Republican, Montana, Republican, New Mexico, which I believe also leans Republican at 65 percent in California. Uh, one would call that very liberal, very left leaning at 60 so there seems to be a consensus now that there's a need for absentee or mail-in ballots. Um you said that, Sam, that the absentee was good, but you say that the Democrats would like this because this would allow them to manipulate a vote. Um with that being said, I'm gonna tie up our program by saying this. When we have a question of when we have the capability of voting, we have the question that should arise of a citizen's rights. A citizen should always know that they can vote, whether they're going to a voting place, whether they're going uh, to mail in a ballot, or whether they're going to do it by some other method. A vote is a vote is a vote. In the last few presidential elections, uh, polling places have been closed for various reasons, And uh, 3 million votes were not counted because of a system that we have here in the United States called the Electoral College. Again, I want to stress as the host of this show, a vote is a vote is a vote. Every single vote should count. Um, and those states that are still considering, um, if you're telling people to stay home, then you're telling people to stay away from the polling place. If you're telling people to stay away from the polling place, how does one vote? This is going to be an ongoing question as we get closer to the November election. Um, I want to go ahead and thank my right-leaning co-host, Mr. Samuel Kachera. I want to go ahead and thank our, um, Our director engineer who has done an amazing job today putting all of this together. He's also helping us out with some of our research here. That's Mr. Cole McManus. And I want to thank our audience. Um, Without you, we do not exist. Uh, If you want to be part of the conversation and you'd like to comment on what you've heard today, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Vimeo, YouTube, Snapchat, and TikTok. If you have not subscribed, please subscribe to the program, whether you're listening to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or one of the other 11 platforms. We are listener supported and we need you. Do you like what you hear? Well, then go ahead and join us on one of the anchor platforms or Patreon or Twitch. Give as low as a dollar. Give as high as who who knows, a thousand bucks, 10 bucks. We don't know. Whatever you can give, it helps us to do independent programming. I'm your host, Marquis Devereaux, coming to you from New York City. We thank you for tuning in today, and we hope that you'll turn into Friday's podcast. We used to be a -a five-day-a-week show. We decided to make our shows a little bit longer so that we can flush out the conversation more and get um, more in-depth with the subject matter. Friday's conversation is Out of China, the Great Black Migration and Racial compromise. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Marquis Devereaux. We hope you'll join us on Friday, and we thank you so much for being a part of the program. Have yourself a safe and sane week.